Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. It is Life Planning 101 on this beautiful Monday morning, and we're back to a Monday, and we're back with Angela live in the studio after a couple of weeks of holiday scheduling, uh, making things a little bit different. We broadcast on Tuesday the last two weeks. That's right. uh, We have a new year. A new year and a new tax code. new tax code. (laughs) Our tax reform. Same tax tax code, just different changes. First uh, up. biggest change in the tax code since the Reagan administration. Yes, uh, since the 1980s. And yeah. so this is pretty phenomenal. It's actually, I was happy that they lowered it by, you know, 80 something pages in my reading time. So it was only 1100 and I think one pages I pulled up. Yeah, 1101 pages wow. was you read the, it all? Yes, we that was my my fun reading over the holiday. So, um and I to be honest, um you know, it was interesting because I thought, well, I could bore people to death with details today and you know, I kept going on and on. I couldn't figure out. I knew that of course 2 weeks ago I knew this is what we were going to talk about today. Right. And I had the hardest time putting together this show because there's just so many small caveats and this and that and this and that. And it wasn't until I was on the plane on Saturday night that I finally wrote the radio show for today. Wow. Um, so it took, it took that long to figure it out. And what I figured out would be best fit for everyone is really to talk about those people that are most affected by the tax code and the people that really need to be doing something now versus waiting. You know, there's a old, um, I don't know if you call it a parable or what, but you remember the story about the scientists with the frog and they have this frog and they have this pot of boiling water and they drop the frog in the pot of boiling water and the frog immediately jumps out. So then the second time around, they just have a bot. Yeah, they have the smart (laughs) frog, right? Smart frog, yes. Um, So the next time around, they have this pot and it's caught cold water in it, but they put it on the stove and they put the frog in there ahead of time. Well, the frog's just hanging out, you know, feeling lazy and whatever else, and he ends up boiling to death. Well, (laughs) I know that's a horrible thing to say, but in reality, that's what I feel like this year is going to be for a lot of people. They're going to feel very comfortable because they think that they're getting a tax cut and they're going to boil to death when they file their taxes next year because there really are two common misnomers about tax reform right now. And it depends a lot on what media you listen to, depends a lot on what friends you've been talking to, or uh, what professionals you've been talking to. You know, at the end of last year, every tax professional out there said, advance everything you can this year, advance everything you can this year, because your taxes are going down next year, right? right? And the media, on the other hand, says, this is only gonna benefit the wealthy, everybody in a low income, is it's not gonna benefit. Well, they're both misnomers. The truth is your taxes could either be higher or lower this year. Think it's about, all about that. Interpretation. Yeah, it, all, it is about interpretation, but it's also about the fact that there were so many changes in how you're going to be filing your taxes that if you don't do some planning ahead of time, you really could be 
caught with your pants down, so to speak, when it comes to filing time. Because I guess the postcard didn't happen, filing your taxes on a postcard. No, no. In fact, I, I actually wrote that in our, our corresponding article, which, of course, is published on, you know, uh, kennedy-financial.com. It's also going to be in the Daily Times this month for our Team Roper friends out there. And, um, you know, it, it, and the thing is, is there's really one thing very certain about this tax code. It's anything but simple. <laughs> I mean, my eyes crossed. And I, I'll talk about that in a little bit. When I was dealing with farmers and ranchers, I, sa- I thought, oh, my gosh, this is not nuts. Because, you know, the fact is, is that there were so many changes that we with something that we've been accustomed to since the 1980s. Think about that. You know, it's right. 30 years of doing things the way we've always done it. Well, it may not cut it anymore. And literally, you have an opportunity because, I mean, if you go back to the goals of what this reform was supposed to do, and you could pull it up on any website the house goals or whatever what this was supposed to do and it doesn't matter what aisle you sit on the whole purpose was to rejuvenate the economy right get jobs growing put more back in everyone's pocket and i think that the majority of people will see that but there's going to be those people that just end up thinking oh i'll be fine that will not be fine they definitely won't be as fine as frog hair right so <laughs> um so that's what we're going to talk about today is i've got the top five people that really need to be paying attention um and doing something today rather than waiting to file their taxes and, and we're going to talk through some of these little scary things and i i'll be very blunt with this our business is one of them you know if we aren't careful we're going to end up paying more in taxes this year than we would normally so we've got to restructure things relook at things and figure out a different way to do things because if we don't we're actually going to pay higher taxes than we would have last year isn't that crazy crazy to think about so you know here we are lower tax brackets everybody thinks they're getting a break well it's just not the case and then you have on the other hand some people that say well i'm not getting a break and i talk i've talked to two of them in the last two weeks who said no i'm not getting a break so and so said i'm not getting a break i said how do you figure you know, and I sit there and show them the calculation. And I go, oh, wow. And both of them were well over, you know, they weren't quite five figures, but they're well over the four figure mark for savings in their taxes. Mm. And so, you know, you can't just take everything with a grain of salt. And so as we go through the show, um, we're going to hit on some things. I think the biggest thing to know is that don't try to figure out and do this job alone. It's it's too crazy. And I, I even was looking at it for myself. I mean, obviously, you know, we've got software and things that'll help um, check our calculations, but I wouldn't dare hand calculate some of this right now because there's just too many references. And even um, I'm on about eight CPA blogs from different professionals that they are like the, the CPA of that industry, such as agriculture. They're still waiting for the IRS to come out with its public on how to do certain things so just be very conscientious don't take everything by you know just word of mouth or what you're hearing out there you really need to get into your tax return and look at things so when we come back let's talk about the top five people that are either going to plan now or pay later Segment two, Life Planning 101, lots of great information. Tax reform is the topic. Angelo, what do you have for us? 
win now or pay later. It's the bottom line, right? So we were talking about, you know, even though this simplified tax code is out there, which is not simple, you know, your taxes could be lower or higher. And I think it's very important to realize this. And I, 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 I can say with pretty much certainty, if you don't itemize your deductions currently and your income is less than 200 grand, you're going to pay less in taxes. Okay. So that's great, right? That's right. that's wonderful. It helps everybody. I mean, and they even made some of the credits more refundable than what they are today. So even people that are in poverty and really living off of welfare may get more back. And so here's the Democrats that are pushing back on this. But this should have been, the way I look at it after reading it, was more of a bipartisan bill. It was pretty phenomenal um, what actually happened. And I don't think we're going to see, I think, I think you're going to start to see little, parts of it leak out throughout the year that's going to realize that. But until people start filing, they're not going to know. They're just not going to know. So let's talk about if you're going to be one that if you don't plan now, you're going to pay later. The number one person, and and these are in no particular priority level, okay, here, but the number one person I want to talk about is if you own a business. So not every business will see a decrease in taxes. You heard that right. Not every business will see a decrease in taxes, even not every small business. Okay, so (laughs) here you are thinking, okay, how does this work? This is GOP. They should have passed something that helped the small businesses, right? Um, Well, they did, but you're going to have to work for it. Okay, if you just stay the status quo and you sit in the pot of boiling water, it's not going to work. You're going to you're going to or sit in the pot of water and it starts boiling. You're going to get boiled. Okay, so, for example, let me let me just give you an example. Entertainment expenses. Terry, you're a business owner. How many times have you taken prospects to lunch and written that off? Or, you know, um, you might take them on a fishing trip or doing different things for a thank you or appreciation event. Guess what? No more. 100 percent not deductible. No entertainment expenses Hmm. whatsoever. So, you know, our business, how do we grow our business a lot? It's a lot by being able to go out there. And, uh, you know, we do, we host uh, dinners every month, which, by the way, we've got our full calendar up on kennedy-financial.com this month for the year uh, that we bring in different speakers and they're educational, uh, but it's still considered entertainment in the laws of, uh, in the eyes of the IRS because you're entertaining prospects with dinner. Right? right? Entertaining clients with dinner. So none of that is now deductible. So, you know, I challenge you to go back and look at how much you had in entertainment expenses last year. And you can just say that every penny of that is now going to be taxable. Okay. What about your employees? You used to be able to write off all your entertainment and lunches and this and this for your employees at 100%. That's now at 50%. So you lost half of those deductions. Okay, so you're sitting here looking at me, Terry, like, how is this a good thing? But so, you know, this is just one of the things, though, um, I wanted to bring to a point because I felt like it was something that everybody probably does to some extent if you're a business owner. And you need to know about it Um, because if you go through the year thinking that you're going to get to deduct all this and you're, you know, trying to figure your taxable income off of this and all all that, it's not going to work. Or if you do do it and you get audited, oops that's gonna be painful as well right Right. so you need to know about it now and and that's not just the only change like i said for small businesses you've or businesses in period you've got to know what those changes are it's extremely important number two if you're a sole proprietor 
a partnership, an S corporation, an LLC, a real estate owner like rental properties or anything else. And I know that sounds redundant with business owner a lot, but it is. <laughs> the truth is, it is. And I can't get my point across enough. Um, you know, a lot of hype, and I, I know if you're in one of these categories, you've probably already heard, if you haven't, I'll be surprised, that you're going to get to deduct 20% of your business revenue this year on your personal income tax return. So that sounds exciting, right? Right. So should be, but that may be true, and it may not be true. You may get to deduct 0% of your business income. Yes. <laughs> so uh, So somewhere between zero and twenty. Yeah, somewhere between zero and twenty. No problem, right? Throw a dart at a dartboard. <laughs> it's exactly right. So here's what it depends on. Get this. The type of business you have. So are you like a retail business? Are you a service business? What do you do, right? Uh, the type of income that you have coming in from your business. Is it like cap gains? Is it ordinary income? How do you get paid? Is it W-2 income? Things like that. Your overall taxable income on your tax return actually affects this number. Your W-2 income, your employees' W-2 income, and any qualified property purchases that you have <laughs> on your books. So you might as well just add that one in. So here is the thing. You need to know what you don't know here because this is this is a biggie. 20% is big, okay? Sure. And what we kind of figured up is is how that would benefit. So if someone got to deduct a full 20% that was a 39.6% filer, okay? So in other words, 2017, they're paying 39.6% on their income. The max they're going to pay is 28% okay, so in 2018. 11, 11, almost 12% difference. That's huge, right? Yes. So can it be done? Yes. Do you need to plan to make sure that you get that deduction? Absolutely. Because if you don't, think about what you could be missing out on. If that was a million dollars of revenue, that'd be a $200,000 deduction <clears throat> on your income tax return that you would be paying at 37% rates, right? Right. <laughs> Versus 28. Right. Ouch. That's kind of kind of painful. You know, somewhere in the range of 50, 60 grand painful. <laughs> okay, so I hope I get my point across. And I know, Terry, you, you looked really happy when I came in this morning. But you're sitting there, you're holding your breath. I don't think this is good. So um, I'm doing my job. That's what I That's came right. here to That's do right. is, is scare people. But I want to do it in a sense that, you know, really, you don't know what you don't know here. And you need to know. I mean, even myself, I mean, I was sitting there going, oh, my gosh, we got so much work to do in our business and this and that. Because there is ways to be able to take advantage of this. Because, again, I, wa I want you to go back to what were the goals of this tax reform to grow our economy, right. right? So the availability is there to do it. But if you continue to do things the way you've always done it, you may not get the tax break that you want. And I, I hope I'm not jumping ahead, but is there anything in this tax reform that's going to uh, – encourage the small business owner or business owners in general to expand or to increase payroll or increase absolutely absolutely and that's where i mean that you need to take a deeper look because 
on this side of just here's the facts, there's initiatives and incentives on the other side that if you take advantage of those, you'll get to qualify for all of this, right? right. So, you know, you're you just nailed the the you know nailed it with the hammer, so to speak, because this is this is what this tax code was all about. It's about no longer are we just going to let you freeload, business owners. You've got to take you've got to make be incentivized to grow your business make the economy turn employ more people go buy more product right because what's that do for another company and what's that do for other employees right just gets things going it's like a snowball effect effect. exactly thank you my hands were working for you weren't they okay so um so exactly you nailed it on the head but you know the thing is is that you can't do what you've always done because it won't work It, it, it could potentially you may be fine but i promise you this if you do a little planning you're going to be better off no matter what. Sure. You know, it's going to be worth it. The worst thing that could happen is that your taxes are actually higher if you do no planning. Ouch. So you can either plan to fail or fail to plan. There you the go. The old adage. They're the old <laughs> adage, right? When we come back, you don't want to miss farmers and ranchers and individuals. We're going to be talking about you. Final segment, lots to get to, Angela. Yes, we are talking about tax reform in an individual manner. And I do want to mention, uh, before we continue on, we do uh, plan to have an estate planning show as well. Um, there's just way too much to cover. Almost can't cover it all in one show um, for income tax. But we're talking about those people that are either going to plan now or pay later, right? We we went over business owners in two respects. And I can't tell you how important it is for business owners. Everyone, just take a moment and do it. It's, it's going to be advantageous for you. Number three, if you're a farmer or a rancher, okay, this is when my eyes literally became crossed. I, I swear to you. So I was trying to calculate this income for people that deal with co-ops. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's nuts. I was real happy to see that on the like the CPA blog I get for agriculture that they said that they couldn't calculate it either and they're waiting on the IRS <laughs> publication. It made me happy. Okay, but the problem was is where the initial calculations are coming in, you may have a co-op that has like a million dollars in revenue and they haven't been t- paying taxes um, or a farmer that's been doing business with co-op and they haven't been paying taxes or a dairy that hasn't been paying, pa- paying taxes. And if you don't do any planning, you could have a six-figure tax bill wow. this year. It's that much change in the tax code. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, you know, or the opposite. You may have a rancher that has always had to go on a green paint buying spree at the end of the year. For those non-farmers and ranchers, that would be a John Deere. Okay, so, but, you know, it, just to get their taxes down, right, or to a manageable level. And those people aren't going to have to buy any equipment and will end up paying no taxes. So you can, <laughs> you can have the total opposite end of the spectrum with farmers and ranchers. And additionally, so a lot of farmer or a lot of ranchers I know this. They classify their cattle in you know either ordinary income or cap gains income, and they have a way. Their CPA has a way that they do that. Well, it ain't what it used to be. You may not want to classify it as cap gains because you might lose the ability to deduct twenty percent of your income if you do that. Who knows, right? right. So it's something you got to plan on. Um, trade-ins on equipment. We briefly brought this up before the end of the year. Especially if you're in a state that uh, pays state income tax, this could get hairy for you. Don't just go trade something in and expect that it's going to be what it used to be on the write-off. Even though you've got a larger immediate write-off you can take advantage of, you may not be able to trade in your equipment and get the same benefit that you have in the past. So. Let's just say that as a farmer rancher, you probably need planning worse than anyone. Help. Help. 
Get help. <laughs> yes, trust me. Okay, number four. If you itemize your deductions, especially if your state income taxes or your property taxes are over that $10,000 mark. I know we've got a lot of listeners in Fort Worth, and I know those property taxes are really high in Fort Worth. This is you. Okay, there were several deductions that disappeared, some that were limited, and some that actually increased drastically. Okay, but unfortunately, or fortunately, either way, I know this is so contradictory, isn't it? Um, you can't just look at those itemized deductions alone. Okay, you there's AMT increases that were affected. Um, you now get ex- additional child tax care credits you get additional uh, credits for taking care of an elder parent if you're giving them financial support up to a certain amount so dependent care credits so there's a lot of things that you know may actually be beneficial and offset that bad thing that you're thinking you're not going to get to itemize anymore so don't just take it with a grain of salt but on the other hand don't look at it um, the other way either we actually have come across two people we think may end up paying more in taxes um, this year in on our client basis but we're not even sure of that till things shake out because some of the investments get that 20 percent deduction you know just like an ordinary business so we may have some benefits on that side so we're waiting to hear from those companies and how that's going to work and and that brings me to the point of you know investors make sure that you're doing some planning and you're looking at your investments today because if you need to save more for retirement now is the time to do it you aren't going to get this opportunity again this tax code virtually <clears throat> disappears before 2000 what is it 25 26 right. okay it, or tax reform except for c corporations and some repatriation act or you know there's some certain things that will stay in there for but for the most part they phase this out to pay for our debt if all else fails okay so i want you to take advantage today don't just sit there because I, I, I want to ask you this question. What do you typically do with a tax refund? Spend it. Spend it, right? And what even if it wasn't that answer, it wasn't I save it. No. I know it wasn't. So don't wait until 2019 when you get that tax refund to do something. Do something now. Go ahead, act like the money was never there, and put it back for that old person that you're going to be someday to take care of you, right? Isn't that what we talk about all the time on Life Planning 101? Sure. So at the end, I had to end on a positive note. You can pay yourself more this year, right? So I want you to remember, tax reform was designated to boost our economy, but you may not get to take advantage of it if you don't do a little planning and that's the mo that's the bottom line here so make sure you go back through this article you can see it on kennedy-financial.com listen to our show again ktxradio.com kwbyradio.com iHeartRadio, itunes just google us you'll find us <laughs> so um but we don't want anyone to say man i wish someone would have told me you're being told right now. Right now. Yes. <laughs> Happy New Year to everyone. And we're going to have a great show next week. You don't want to miss it as well. It may even be tax reform. Who knows? Probably a little bit more of tax reform as the year goes through. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to get into state planning in the next few weeks as well for um, especially farmers, ranchers, business owners. You're not going to want to miss that show as well. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.